The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We got a great show for you today. Before we get started, we want to tell everybody to hit the ITV button at the top of the W4CY website. You can see us waving. Wave, Ron. There you go. And before we go any further, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How are everybody today? I'm happy I went clothes shopping last week in Manhattan, and I got this little number. It's a Roland, uh, oh, what the hell was the last name? I'll listen to you. A Roland Graham jacket. It is the most beautiful wool, and the design is retro 1950 as well as the cut. And the lining, I wish you could see, the detail work (laughs) and and the trim, and it's a gorgeous jacket. There you go. I, I could have bought a house in California with what it cost, but I splurged. I went nuts. I bought a bunch of things. I mean, I bought a beautiful shirt that you don't have because it's solid. But you know what's wrong with shirts today? They don't make the buttonholes big enough. I had so, I was going to wear it today, but I was going to be late for the show. In the dressing room, the buttons wouldn't go through the holes they made. What the hell is that all about? That's hilarious. I Hang mean, on. why? Be- before you keep going, let's also say hello to the man behind the boards. Yeah, why? Mr. Chad Murphy. What's yeah. up, Chad? What's going on, fellas? You're styling day, Ron. Isn't this a gorgeous jacket? I'm going to wear it to death. And we have a chat room full of people. Hello, everybody. We have author Jane Yates in the chat room. We have Stefan Daniel Bell, Dave from Stars Now UK, Irish Ginger from the Ginger Irish Show or Irish Ginger Show, Fridays at 4 o'clock on W4CY. We've got Tristan from Australia. And we have our favorite. Who's our favorite? Dun, dun, dun. Who's our favorite? We have so many favorites. I don't know who. Goddess. Gosh. Come on. Oh, goddess. Screw her. She's not coming on the show. I'm not talking Goddess. Anymore. We've got. It's over. The romance is done, Goddess. We have Goddess. We She's love Goddess. She's not coming on the show, so I'm pissed. That's okay. I mean, we have major stars come on here that love it. One wrote. Can oh, come I've, on this just to come on. She'll no, come on just to come on. One of our major stars wrote, oh, guys, I can't wait. I heard about your show, and I'm so happy to be she on it. She says she'll come on it now. So well, there. you better get on it, bitch. Otherwise, you're out. Oh, my. Out of my life completely, Goddessina. Meanwhile, Jimmy is not wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt, incidentally. This I would a, never wear Tommy this Bahama. This is a Jimmy Starr shirt. Nice. One of our guests was being a little cute-ass on Facebook, and he wrote about, because we said that everybody should dress better when they come on our show. Never meaning him, of course, because we have many people that come on that look like they just rolled out of bed. And he took it personally and wrote this nasty little thing. Of course, he retracted it, took it off after I emailed him and said, I have no idea I mean, I messaged him, what you're talking about? We never said you. 
you know, we, we dress very well and expensively. If I tell you, we, we don't own cheesy clothes. After all, we're on television. And if you were on television, would you wear cheesy, junky clothes? Never. Like clothes from that store. I was in it called, wait a minute. Models. That's a sporting goods store. <laughs> no, it's not. Models is a department store in the east on Long Island. Well, it's a trip, that Models. Everything is made of toilet paper, I swear. If you touch the fabric, it's crinkly and falls apart. What junk? I don't know where they get their clothing from, but don't go to Models. It's really crappy. Go to Marshalls. They have nice things. Well, we're going to have a great show for you guys today. In a few minutes, we're going to have actor Brett Rice coming on. Uh, you guys know him from, like, he's been in so many iconic movies, it's not even funny. And then we're going to have director, producer, writer, and actor Mike Mayhall coming on with his movie, Jake's Road. And if we have time, uh, we were at the Woodstock Film Festival this weekend, and we did a bunch of little interviews. We're going to play one of the interviews that Ron did with um, character actor Jack McGee. It was a riot. <laughs> I met him out in the lobby, and 10 minutes later... I was hugging and kissing him on the on the shoot. He's the funniest guy in the world. Uh, he's, uh, you'll hear all about it when you see the interview. And it was a really an interview that really should not be aired because it was not really it was a conversation, but it was a little wacky and weird and crazy, and it really didn't go anywhere or make any sense. But what little we got out of it was hysterical. We really it enjoyed was it. fun. I, and everybody that has seen it on Facebook has loved it. So uh, we'll have that on later. Uh, I also interviewed the uh, guy from Avatar, the mean guy. Remember that Stephen was trying Lang. to kill all those fairies flying around, those green people? Stephen Lang. And that was a nice interview. What I really like about these tough guys and these big Hollywood stars is they're not homophobic. They hug you. They'll, they'll play gay games with you, or, you know, verbal games on, on stuff. Uh, most straight guys just don't have that mentality. They figure, oh, oh, oh. You know, I'm not going to make my fool out of myself with that faggot. And everybody's going to think I'm a faggot, too. That's not true. Anyway, Stephen Lang. Hollywood isn't that way anyway. No, really. Stephen Lang was hugging me, and, and we did a tango together. I mean, it was wonderful. So I like everybody that likes everybody that gets along with everybody. We're here for such a short time. I mean, really. You know, like, I'm 50. I've got leather 50 to go. And it's gone <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> you stop it, Jimmy, before you're going to eat this mic. That's okay. It was great. We had a great time. It was the Woodstock Film Festival. Uh, we got two great interviews. We had a really good time. And um, just the whole thing was a lot of fun. Well, actually, I'm still recuperating. We drove thousands of miles because we're, we, we're shooting right now out of Bucks County, Pennsylvania, New Hope. And we drove from New Hope to, through New York City to Long Island to visit my cousin Bertha in the Hey, hospital. Bertha. Yeah, hi, Bertha. I told you I'd mention your name today. Anyway, she's doing well. She's recovering, recovering from her cancer surgery. And we were driving for five and a half hours on one road, which is a 25A. It was bump at a bumper from the Grand Central Park. That was just to get there to five the and a half hours. Then we had to drive home. Well, we stopped in Manhattan, and I said, let's go for dinner, late night supper, actually, at 11 o'clock at night. Let's go to Italia, E-A-T-I-A-L-Y. So Italia is a hot restaurant in New York City. It's 200, uh, I think it's West 5th Street, 5th Avenue, 200, 205th Avenue, actually. Well, we went there. At that hour, there had to be a thousand people. I'm not lying because it's an enormous uh, warehouse that they converted into restaurant. It's a restaurant grocery store. Yeah, it's, it's, you have to go. If you're in New York City, please go to 200 Fifth Avenue to Italy. The food's delicious. Everything in there comes from Italy. But anyway... 
the lines, the woman said, were an hour to an hour and a half. Wait, at Wait. 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> and I couldn't feature the hour and a half drive back to Bucks County. So we left. Where did we go to eat? We went to a diner. Oh, we went to a diner where you get fast service. Then we drove back home, which was hours and miles and miles. And the next day, we left Bucks County to go up to Woodstock, New York, which is about 375 miles. We drove up, went to the fair, did our um, interviews, and then drove back home, got home at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Then the next day, we got in the car again, and we drove about 375 miles more to Virginia to go to Jimmy's dad's 90th birthday party. Three days in a row. Wait, I'm not finished. Then we left there and drove the 375 miles back home. So I don't want to see our car for like a month. We were in the car literally for three in over three days. We were in the car like 36 hours or something. It was just unbelievable. I, I felt like I was years ago when I used to take my my show on the road. You know, we would go every night in a different club, and that's what it felt like. And I said to Jimmy, you know, being 50 years old, I can't do this anymore. If I were 40, maybe, but not 50. So anyway, that was our three days. We but, had fun. So Jimmy's sister brought bags and bags of apples from her apple tree and gave them to us. Now I've got all these apples. Well, I tried to cook an apple pie, which I don't know how to bake or cook a pie. I threw it away because it looked like the swamps of Fort Lord of, of Florida. Have you ever right. gone out to the deep swamps of Florida where everything is murky and mushy and wet and stuff sticking out? That's what it looked like. I didn't even bother tasting it. I just chucked it. So now I have more apples to try again with a pie. I want to give one more shout out too. Yes. All right. So we also in the chat room because a bunch more people have added. I don't know who some of the people are. So welcome, welcome everybody in the chat room. I just wanted to give a special shout out to Jimmy McCrary from overthemoonnews.blogspot.com for all the everything going on cool in the indie world of music, film, fashion, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we want to say, give a shout out to him and, and, and thank everybody thank for him. being in the chat room. I want to thank Jimmy for all the kind stuff he does on my Facebook page and Twitter. Absolutely. Jimmy, you're cool. You're really a good guy. And also, everybody, too, check out JimmyStarsWorld.com. We got all kinds of cool videos from the Jimmy Star Show, and all these interviews that you see are up now. Um, all the ones that we've been doing lately are all up. And okay. otherwise, you can go to YouTube.com slash JimmyStarsWorld, and you can see all the interviews we just did this past weekend. And when we edit the show, because the show's two hours long, we can't put that on face on, on um, uh, what is it called? YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> so we edit out all of this stuff that we're doing now, and we go directly to the interview. And that's what you see is only the interview part portion of our way too long show. And we want to uh, thank everybody also for listening to us on SoundCloud. I think we broke like 6 million plays or something on SoundCloud. So thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. And, and still, uh, even though every show is fantastic, we got to give a shout out to John Barrowman because that show has over 700,000 plays. I know he's a huge star. So uh uh, everything is really good, and Arrow's getting ready to start again now, so it's all really cool. And tonight, guess what starts? American Horror Story with Lady Gaga. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I number. love it. I love American Horror there, Story. I wanted to, Jimmy corrected me. I've been saying that we go out to two and a half million people. Not right. Jimmy said I'm saying it incorrectly. We go out to... Between um, all the radio stations, iHeartRadio, all the radio stations that carry us... Um, uh, YouTube, uh, Vimeo, and all the um, 
uh, Roku, Apple, and Google TV and all that stuff. It's 86.5 million people that we go out to, and we have an average of 2.5 million listeners every week. Could you imagine 2.5 million stupid, crazy people <laughs> watching, listen to the rantings of this crazy bastard? I mean, I wouldn't watch this show for two minutes, to tell you the truth. <laughs> if I was sitting home, I'd say... What is that old goat? They better commit him. He's crazy. He doesn't know what he's saying. He says the most dreadful things and wonderful things. He's really outspoken. I guess that's why I'm here. And I hope that's maybe Goddess why. says she loves us. Well, I think that's why we have so many uh, viewers because they compare me to Donald Trump. Not about the uh, getting rid of the Mexican thing, <laughs> but about the outrageous outspokenness. I say it like it is, like you think it is, and like it is. I don't sugarcoat it. I'm not afraid to say anything I say what I damn feel like it. It's a free country and free radio air, and it's up to you to decide to just digest it or not. I don't believe in telling people what they should and what they shouldn't see or hear. There you go. Also, oh, actually, some people are saying they don't like Lady Gaga, but it's going to be great. American I don't like Lady Gaga either. Now that she went straight and she's doing like Tony Bennett songs, you like she's, her? She's, I like her better. But you know, when she hung the meat, when she was hanging meat on her body. She was a little cooler. Now she's like trying to be serious and doesn't work because she's got all those tattoos, the weird hair still, and she still looks strange. She's de definitely not Dara's day. <laughs> there you go. Also, you guys, our favorite, favorite singer, Shane Layton, going to be playing in New York City November 5th on the Rocket Like a Redhead tour. It's at the Agnes Veras Center for the Performing Arts in New York City, and it's November 5th. And to get more information, you can go to rocketlikearedhead.com or shanelayton.com or just follow her tweets. And if you're following at Shane Layton on Twitter, she just posted the teaser trailer for a new short she's doing called Blink, and uh, some of her music is featured in it. So check it out and follow her on Twitter at Shane Layton. And if you come to the show in November, Jimmy and I definitely will be there. So come on over and say hello and let me give you a hug. And thank you for, for watching and being a fan of ours. There you go. Also, I forgot what I was just going to say. That's cold age, baby. It happens. I'm getting old. Chad, how are you? How was your weekend? It was good. We had a couple gigs. Went to a, a wedding, played a wedding party, and uh, we also played a new place down in Fort Lauderdale, a place called Scooters. It was right on the water. It was pretty nice, except the water level was pretty high. Oh, shooters, shooters. You've been shooters, there? Not scooters. Not scooters. Is it scooters or shooters? Shooters. 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 It's on the water? It is. Oh, no, that's oh, shooters. That's, that's a great place, that's Chad. My, yeah, that's pretty cool. On, that's my favorite place in Florida. Really? We go there all the time with, with Chef Kim and a whole gang of our pals and friends. Usually we go, listen to this, how snobby this is going to sound. Everybody's going to vomit. <laughs> we usually go by yacht, excuse me, because our friends, uh, Muffin and, and her husband, have a yacht, and they like to pull the yacht up to the restaurant, and then we get out and we sit under the umbrellas and the, and the little cages and sit by the fire and have a delicious dinner. I mean, you really feel rich. They're rich. Way to me. go, Chad. That's an awesome place, so congratulations. Thank I love you, shooters. All right, so now, you guys, uh, it's, it's time... For us to introduce our first guest on the Jimmy Star Show today, we want to welcome the fabulously talented actor, Mr. Brett Rice. Hello and welcome Woo! to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. We got our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Ron Russell, Hello. nice to see you. Now, you think you're a big shot, right? Oh, yes, I am a big shot. Because of the people you've worked with. Jimmy gave me the list, and I almost fell over backwards from the stars. <laughs> but you know what? Let me tell you something, Buster. You're nothing. Uh, I worked with Sophia Loren, and after Sophia, there's nobody. Well, I, I, I'm just going to have to bow down to you right now. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> I'm, because down. I'm not worthy. Working with Sophia was like 
the trip of, it was my first film I ever did, and I was like in heaven because I adore Sophia. Oh my but anyway, God. you've got some roster of stars, my friend. You must be big cheese in the business. You get paid a lot. Uh, of that, huh? I don't think I'm big cheese. I just like to go out there and do the work. I'm having a great time. There you go. You got to get good coin for that because these stars are big <laughs> movies. These are not Mickey Mouse Indies, you know. So hold on. We got to introduce you to Chad, the man behind the boards. Hey, Brett. Right. Welcome to the show. You can't see me. I'm a big fan of yours. Hey, Chad. Thank you very much. I'd yes, be a big fan of yours, but I can't see you. <laughs> right there on. you go. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Good to see you. There you go. So first of all, you're in Florida, which is unusual, and I'm actually a native Floridian. I, I moved to, We are in Pennsylvania now, and I moved here two years ago, but I lived in Florida for 48 years. Where do you live in Florida? We're about Don't give us the town. Term. Hold it. Don't give us the town. Just okay. the lo No, he can't give the town. All the nuts will go down there to get him. <laughs> give us just the lo Don't give us the location. Mid just mid outside of Orlando. There, there you go. go. Okay. Where outside, is of, outside of Orlando. I, I'm from, we, I grew up in West Palm Beach, and I went to high school in Jacksonville and college in Gainesville, so I'm like a native. Uh, oh, that's I, I'm from Georgia originally. Okay, I like that. So I wanted to bring that up, and then I thought I wait, would bring. Wait, wait, wait! Here, in, originally from Georgia, we're I'm going right? to Georgia at the end of this month to a big uh, rock and roll and whatever festival. Oh, I, I, I haven't been up to Atlanta except to work for. Well, I left there in '85. What, Jimmy? What's the name of the town we're going to? Because we never heard of it. Going, no, oh, Mableton, Georgia. Mableton. Yes, absolutely. Great. Is little. that a big town or no, little? No, that's a little town. It's, not, it's a little town. You'll have a great time there. It's very, very quiet. Like, are they going to beat gay guys up? Uh, there might be a few. No, beating us up. Oh, uh, there could be. A few that might be beating us up? No. So I should bring my Brazilian Mastiff with me. That would be a good idea. Just keep it on a, on a, on a leash. He'll eat them. <laughs> so first of all, then, we have, we, have a, we have a, you know how they had that movie Six Degrees of Separation? That's right. Okay, so like I've been in two of the same things that you have been in, although you were like an, a major person and I was an extra. But I was in an episode of Burn Notice, and I was in the movie Sex Drive. Well, were you were you were in Sex Drive. Well, I was, I in, was that in Sex film. Drive. I know. And so uh, I was going through your IMDb today, just looking at all the other things that I didn't exactly know that you were in. And I thought that's cool because, like, almost every show, I'm in an extra in something that everybody everybody who comes on, I've been an extra in one of their films. Listen <laughs> up, extra. Read the list of stars that this man has worked with. I'm so impressed. Okay, this isn't going to be go. everybody. Yes, all right, everybody. Okay, so you guys, this is Brett Wright. Uh, he's got a phenomenal resume. We're going to talk about a bunch of the movies, but just to give you an idea of the caliber of people um even like the people that he works with that, that you Shut don't know that, hang on name. wait wait that are super name. famous Jesus Christ. just like relax a, all right here like we go magpie. So, oh, first of all he's got woodlawn coming out it's got oh. john voigt and sean astin in it he's oh. worked with steve carell channing tatum vanessa redgrave mark ruffalo meryl streep tommy oh. lee jones Nicholas Cage, January Jones. I wrote Irony wow. Singleton and Xander Berkeley down because they've both been on our show. And they're our friends. <laughs> and they're our friends. Kate Hudson, Kathy Bates, Peter Dinklage, Whoopi Goldberg, Matthew Modine, who's been on the show, Bob Gunton, who's been on the show, Robert Forster, Kevin Spacey, Camilla Bell. Let's see. Charlize Theron, Christina Ricci, Tom Hanks, Brad Pitt, Julia Lewis, David Duchovny, Johnny Depp, Winona Ryder, Anthony Michael Hall, who's been on the show, and Diane Weist. And I know there's a lot more, but those are just the ones I picked out. And if that doesn't that shit out of you, nothing will. I tell you what, after working with all those people, I sure would like to be like one of them. <laughs> or, or you be calling me up and saying, hey, look, look who's worked with you. No, make their salaries, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, John Voight, I know. Yes. Uh, my daughter Deirdre went to school with Angie, and Angie used to play in our house when we lived over in, in Beverly Hills on um, 
what the hell do I do with Spalding? And yeah. so John and I used to, you know, be with the kids when they played across the street at the high school, and they were they were lovely uh, kids. John was a very quiet guy, very serious guy. Yeah. Didn't tell much about himself. Very very inward. Still does um, today. Huh? Still doesn't to this day, as far Still, as I know. So I was going to ask, when you work with him, does he warm up ever? He does warm up, but he's he's not forthcoming with uh, his past or, or his family. He's lovely to talk to. Um, um, you talk about the craft all day long, and he's got always got an open mind to, to new ideas about how to work the scene. Right. I mean, he's, 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 he's a giving man. I liked him. He was very nice to me always. Uh, you know, Halloween, we took the kids out to the witch's house in Beverly Hills. And oh, yeah. I've told the story already. I don't want to reiterate it, but uh, Doris Day's stepson was throwing eggs at Angie and my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so Don and I didn't want to go over and kick the kid around because he'd go tell his mother and it might get out in the press. And John Voight was afraid that the press would write John Voight's beat up uh, Camden, <laughs> Billy Camden, because he threw eggs at his daughter. So we had to go over to Billy very nicely and listen. And I said to Billy, I'm telling your mother. He said, you don't know my mother. I said, I certainly do know your mother. She lives around the corner from us. Oh, my God. You stupid jerk. So let's go. Okay, so you have, first of all, because we're going to talk a little bit about Woodlawn, but but um, first of all, I'm going to, just so people can hear, because you guys will recognize a whole bunch of these movies also. He was in Hope Springs, the remake of Footloose that came out a couple years ago, right. um, Seeking Justice, Super 8, which is one of my favorite ones, A Little Bit of Heaven, The Trial, Father Invention, Dear John, The Blind Side, Sex Drive, which I brought up, Sorry. Monster with Charlize <laughs> Theron. But here's my favorite of all. Uh, and the reason the reason I originally I saw that you were in Woodlawn and it's what made me think of you to to have you on as a guest was remember the Titans and then I was looking on your IMDb, dude you're like in like every sports movie that comes out. <laughs> well, like, for a while there I was uh, yeah I was a, if you needed a redneck coach you called me up. You look like a sportsy guy, <laughs> but you know what fascinates me is always I have so many friends that are character actors. Big names, we won't mention who they are, but you, I'm sure, know most of them. They work all the time. It's They're better always to work. Yeah. The big stars, four a year. But then I figured it out. The big stars get $50 million a picture. <laughs> the poor character actor could work the rest of his life before he sees $2 million. So hey. that's the sad part. I feel that a character actor such as yourself should be highly paid because you're such an important part to the film. The stars sometimes don't really work as hard as the character actor, and the character actor carries the star. Am I right? Well, I'm, I don't want to piss off any of the leading stars, so but they I'm might. I'm sure you've carried many. Yeah. I've seen your work. Oh, I've seen a good point. You make a very good point that the character actors do carry a lot of the show. However, Hollywood and the producers in the studios—they're going to need those stars to sell the product. Just well, I just wish it. they, you know, well, of course you get union scale, which is pretty good, but I wish there was an, another contract that you could make, one to give a little bit more money. I don't think that Meryl Streep, who's wonderful, by the way, needs to get all the money she gets. I think they could take a couple hundred thousand from her and give it to you. I, well, I appreciate that. And, you know, there's always the negotiation process, and I've got some great people in uh, Hollywood that take care of me, Justice and Ponder. Now, there I, I want to ask you another question. Do you get at the end money? Back end, back end months. Well, you can negotiate a back end deal, but you never get uh, I've it. A, I've done it a few times, and and right now I've got a couple sitting out there. But uh, for the most part, no, I just have my guys negotiate my contract straight up front. Uh, if we get into a, I'm more of an independent budget type of movie, independent movie. 
then yeah, you can negotiate some points on the back end to see if right. if they do a Star Wars kind of thing. Then you don't have to worry about your life. Right. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> your life. According to the film. But still, I would like to see all the actors make money, not just the stars. You know, who was it that I was talking to? I know if it was, I, again, I can't help but drop names because everybody I know is in the business. So yeah. screw you if you don't like dropping names. But <laughs> our audience loves it. They love it. I don't know if it was Rock Hudson I was talking to or somebody else that said to me, Ron, if I make one more film, it goes directly to the government. I don't see a penny of it. That's why I don't want to do any more films this year. Who was it that said that? I forgot I who it was, Jimmy. That. I told you it was somebody big, super big. But you when know, you make a lot of these dollars. guys, if they make ten or twenty million dollars, you know, forty-eight uh, percent of it or forty-two percent's gone to the government. Fifteen or twenty-five percent's gone to their agents and managers, and then their team gets another twenty. So you, if they make twenty million dollars, they might see two. Exactly. Uh, it's the way I look at it. And, and, uh, and over on taxes, they have to pay x x amount of dollars. That's correct. So really. You're better off just making a million a film. So don't turn down the million dollar <laughs> offer. I'm, you know what? I'm just waiting for that phone call. There you go. <laughs> I, I, you're going to get it. Do with all. I mean, you really do. I, I'm I'm so like excited about the body of work that you do. And, and believe it or not, I don't like sports. Okay, I don't like. Sp I play tennis all growing up and through college. Um, uh, I don't, but I'm not a. He's, on, he's a fairy. Fairies okay. don't <laughs> like sports. But wait a second. <laughs> well, I was oh, a big jack back in high school. I, I love sports movies, though. I love all the hockey movies, like Mystery mm -hmm. Alaska and all that kind of. Yeah. Like I love, uh, like uh, what was that? Miracle. I love all the football movies, like Rudy. And remember, the Titans is one of the most inspirational like movies like ever. I love it. So I watch it all. Anytime I'm like feel like I don't know, like the world's coming down on me, I watch it just to get me like inspired. Well, and now you've got another one, Woodlawn. So like, I, even though I can't stand, like I would never go and watch a football game, like. I went to University of Florida. I never went. I would. I, I got a job. You could have been a cheerleader. I worked. I worked on Saturdays, you know, and I sold my tickets for money that I had that my parents bought right. me. I didn't want to go to the game. So it's funny that I would never go watch one of those events in real life. But 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 the movies are always so like Invincible. Did you see Invincible? I did. What great. a great movie! So like so like, what do you think about the fact that like? I don't even know where I was going with that. Anyway, like anyway, that. No, you lost it. It's oh, he's going to answer, but not you. You're dead. You're dead. Woodlawn's a faith-based movie, but it's set with football as the background, and John Boyd as Bear Bryant, and Caleb Castile as the All-American football player Tony Nathan, who of course went on to a great pro career. Yes, but it's basically the story was about the separation between church and state, and trying to bring. The uh, uh, trying to bring religion into the classroom and the Lord's Prayer. And, and so once you see the movie, you'll understand it. But the backdrop is football and how the students and the football players on opposing teams were able to come together and unite, but still having that fabulous, remember the Titans flavor of football and, and, and the, uh, the craziness that goes on with that. I can't so you wait, get wait. caught up in it. We had Kevin Sizemore on last week. Mm -hmm. and. Hey, and he was promoting it, and he 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 basically kind of like said the same thing. So like, I'm very excited about it. You guys can uh, see the movie. It comes out October 16th, right? That's correct. Um, so that's, that's next. That is the day after my birthday. So that's oh, next good. Friday, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'll be back down in Hollywood, and I'll be seeing it out there that day. That's perfect. So like, I love it. Now you see Jimmy and I fighting all the time and acting like married couples. Well, we are married. We're well, having our two year marriage uh, anniversary in a couple of days. On so, my birthday. On his birthday. So that's why we, Thank you. we fight like married people. But as far as it's true, everybody thinks that fairies don't like sports. That's not true. Look at Bruce Jenner. 
Bruce Jenner is the biggest fairy I know. I mean, she's she's a girl now with a dick. I mean, a chick with a dick. I don't get it. But anyway, she's a girl with a wang. How's she going to work that out? I'll never know. I'm trying to figure it out. What is she going to do with women? She likes women. So how's she going to she going to be a lesbian, right? I can't figure it out. Nobody wants to discuss it because I, I don't want to discuss no, it either. I'm so discussing it. I just don't know to answer it. <laughs> we're, we're allowed to discuss it because we're gay. And if gay people can't figure it out, how the fuck are straight people ever going to figure it out? <laughs> oh, I heart sends me. Oh, I hope all the straight people do figure it out. I did. Figure it out. I wonder. All right, so let's get off of that one. I don't like talking about that one. It gets people upset. <laughs> oh, I do it in a laughing way. I know. You I do, do it do in a laughing way. Okay, so you've been in a ton of movies. Do you have like a few that are your favorites? Well, well, yeah, I did a golf movie once called Bobby Jones' Stroke of Genius because I'm a big golfer. Okay. And uh, we got to go to Scotland, play St. Andrews and King's Barn, and um, then went to Atlanta to film and played all the courses, great courses up there. And uh, so that was that has to be one of my favorite. And I got to play golf with Malcolm McDowell almost every day. So it was a wonderful time. Right? No, I was, I'm being sarcastic. I said I had to be a torture going to all those places in Scotland. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. Oh, yeah. It was it was just it was it was dreadful. Two weeks in St. Andrews and oh, my, uh, my wife came with me and we had a wonderful time playing the courses and shopping. Jesus, my heart my heart bleeds for you. So really out of does. all the people because really the only person I see on your list, and maybe I missed it on IMDB, because the only really big person you haven't really worked with is George Clooney. Have you done have you worked with George Clooney yet? I have not worked with George Clooney yet, no. Um, I think we look a lot alike, so you might be afraid. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That was perfect. Uh, he might just be gone, you know, not quite, not not just yet, maybe as he gets a little older. You've never worked with the superstar, Ron Russell. <laughs> I have not, but I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I'd love to get a movie going. <laughs> maybe I have one. Listen, we got some other shows coming up, uh, you know, tra Transparent, which won a bunch of Emmys the other night. Yes. Uh, yes, I got, a, I got the opportunity this season to work in their new their new season. And what did you think, to, oh, sorry, what did you think about the Kardashians winning an Emmy for that stupid show that has no point? I I, uh, I don't believe that show should be winning anything to begin I with. Don't think exactly. It's, there's no script. There's no acting. It's a bunch no. of broads with fat asses running around dressed up like fools, <laughs> making everybody envious and hating them. And uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I, and I don't watch the Real Housewives shows either. So I don't watch any of that junk. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I watch Turner Classic movies when movies were made. When movies were made well. That's right. That's right. That's I know all of them. Uh, but yeah, we so we have some much more coming out. Transparent was great. A shout out to the to the gang over there because they they really have. Uh, as I've told them, I said if I could be on a set, if, if more sets were run the way Transparent ran their set. We'd have a lot more quality shows out there, and that's absolutely. I wish. And Jeffrey Tambor follows me on Twitter. He's really nice. Right, Jeffrey. <laughs> now, okay. What, now, what's Merrill like to work with? Uh, Merrill, I did not get a chance to work with her because I worked with Tommy Lee. That uh, you were, Tommy Lee. But Tommy yeah. Lee is a great. Uh, I mean, he doesn't talk very much, and he's you know Tommy Lee used to be a, a running back, I believe, uh, when he was in college, and he's got a huge noggin, um, and he's very imposing to look at. And when he looks at you, you know you've been seen. You know, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Kind of imposing stare at you. Which one is Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, I know who he is now. Okay. Uh, I, I, fugitive. I, yeah, you know, you know who I, you know who I confuse him always with, uh, Angie's ex-husband. The, the the rock guy that's a good actor now. By oh, the way. Oh yeah. 
Oh, uh, uh, Thornton. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bobby, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> I can introduce him. That guy turned out to be some hell of an actor. Billy, Billy Bob, Bob, yeah, I'd love to work with him. Good? Have you worked with him? No, I would love to work with him, though. Yeah, because he feeds energy. You who, can really work with who, him. Who, who would be like your ideal person to work with, either living or dead? Ron uh, like, if you could, besides Ron Russell, that you could work with that you haven't worked with already. You can't pick somebody that you already Billy worked dead, with. Dead, Eric. I mean, uh, uh, oh my gosh, now I just lost his name. The great pirate movies. Uh, oh, yeah. Errol Flynn? Errol Flynn, yeah. That's who well, I would. That would be difficult. Oh my God, I knew that. That's <laughs> Errol Flynn. It's just so amazing uh, back then. Um, and I can't, there's other names that I can't think of right now. You just put me in the spot. Okay. But I love, I love the period pieces, you know, from the 40s and the 50s. Yep. Uh, so I, well, I, I, I do a lot of them, so. I would have loved to have worked with Cary Grant. Oh, that would have been exciting. That have been a trip. He was the best. Grace Kelly. I'm sorry. I I have to go with Grace. Grace. Who's Grace? Grace Kelly. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, there's two people that I simply adore: is Audrey Hepburn and Grace Kelly. Oh, I have never yeah. interviewed them because at that time of my life, I was an actor. But I was dear friends with Mr. Blackwell. You've heard of Mr. Blackwell. Of course. Best friends. I mean, Richard and I hung out. And he dressed Audrey and he dressed Grace. And I said, what was Audrey Hepburn like in person? He said, exactly as you see her on the screen. Charming. Lovely. That's great. I said, what was Grace Kelly like? He said, wild. <laughs> Always horny. He said, she would make it with the gas station attendant if he was cute. She was not cold and frigid like everybody said. She was a hottie. She banged Bing Crosby. She banged all of them that she made movies with. Every guy she made a film with, she banged. So there you go. But he said she was lovely and wonderful, and he adored both of them. Well, Ron actually, Ron had a television show in L.A. for many years on Time Warner um, called Set the Record Straight, where he interviewed like the legends of Hollywood, like Jane, Jane Russell, Tab Hunter, um, I don't know. All the big stars. Oh, call uh, Tony Curtis. Uh, oh, God, the list goes on. All the biggies of yesteryear. And a lot of them remain my friends, and I went to parties and met other major stars. And I got to tell you something. Whether they were on or off, they acted like stars. They, yeah. even in private, they behaved like stars. Right. And uh, it wasn't like the, today's people. They're stoned. They're peeing in their pants. They're cursing. Right. They're, they're, you know, vomiting. I mean, it's disgusting. Well, I, I think, don't you think that maybe back in that era, the paparazzi were more um, friendly or... Paid off is the word. Paid off. Paid them. off. Lana Turner pays fortunes of money. I've this From her mouth to my ears, she paid fortunes of money to keep scandals down about Lana Turner because she was a scandalous woman. Yeah. Um, and also, Betty Davis said the same thing. That the studios protected her so much because Betty Davis was supposed to be this wonderful, sophisticated, you know, superstar. When in reality, Howard, Howard, um, Jane Russell's guy, Howard, <gasps> the pilot, Hughes? Howard Hughes made public <laughs> that Betty Davis had the best tits he's ever felt in his life. <laughs> and Be no, she has big tits, Betty Davis, and nobody knew that. And Betty Davis told me this. She went nuts. When they wrote that, because that was like taking her out of character, putting oh. her in a sexy slot. Well, so they had protection, the studios. Yeah, well, I think nowadays the stars, you know, they, they, they come up the ranks and they're getting all the paparazzi, get them, they're doing all the, all the publicity that they need to do. It's just that when you take it a step further, it becomes um, dangerous. 
Um, well, Britney Spears getting out of a truck without panties and well, opening her legs, true. I think is a bit much. That's, well, and, you know, somebody's going to take that shot anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you something, baby. Her beaver was shot a lot. Yes, I'm sure. So I, actually, I think like that's crazy. funny since you're you're in the over fifty year old age bracket because like I'm going to be fifty one next week and uh-huh. you know Ron's been fifty you know for the I'm last be fifty twenty five years and um and so like like as far as tell because I had never watched ever watched Turner Classic movies ever until I met Ron right so I've been watching it for like three years and it's definitely like the movies are very very different than what I grew up on and what I'm used to seeing and in reality TV I, because I work for a record label I only like the singing song the singing shows like the voice oh. and stuff I don't like any of the other ones but but I, I think well, I think reality TV in a lot of ways has ruined television um, and I think a lot of the reality TV stars you know took now, away took well, away from away from the yes. And I think that the the reality TV stars that are getting paid, you know, millions of dollars to do things, even though they don't really have a talent, um, has also kind of like ruined things. Because then when you're casting films, sometimes like people who really know how to act and have studied and have a craft get overlooked because they put some person in because they were famous for, I don't know, like pooping on a TV show. Well, you know, and a lot of the, there's so many stations out there now, uh, not just the networks and the studios, but so many little stations that are just shooting whatever and so, you know, get, your, get your iphone out there shoot something and put it on youtube or you know what it gets picked up it goes viral and then it goes into the network right i mean right. that's what it's coming to uh, uh, news for you great news for you if you haven't heard because i have ins in hollywood with okay. all the okay hollywood has finally realized there are more senior citizens alive today than ever in the history of the world now they said 70 is the new 50 in 40. Hollywood. 40. They only want to hire actors that Not are from... only, but... Well, majority, 67, <laughs> 60, 60 and 70-year-old actors just didn't work anymore. You know, they were thrown in the garbage. Right. So now older actors are coming back because of the wonderful films that are being made. We just saw the uh, wonderful film the other night. What was oh, it? The Intern. The oh, Intern. Yeah. It was a fabulous film and so many other films that... Judy Dench is doing and all the other actresses. So right. there's going to be a lot of work for old bags like me and older guys like you. So that's good news. Yeah, that is great news for me. And I'll tell you what, this past year has been a, um, uh, been a lot more work uh, from Los Angeles than, uh, than the previous years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've got my house here in Florida and my wife is here and we just love it. We, we love being here. But, you know, the work's going to be starting coming out of L.A., so we go from L.A. I just fly around to different places to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I found that our my age bracket is getting a lot more recognition. Uh, a lot more auditions are coming that way. Because so, have to have I, audience. Jimmy and I are bringing our show to California because we really don't want to do Skype interviews anymore. We want to be in-house interviews. So, and all my celebrities are out there, the people I know, and I have so many friends that would gladly come on our show because our show is crazy and fun, and we have an enormous audience. So yeah. they want to push whatever they have. So we're going to work it out of L.A., I think, next January and February. No, we're away then. Probably the spring. So we'll have you on, but you're in Florida. I'd love to come out because uh, you won't be very far from me, I'm sure. And and uh, I've got a lot more things opening up uh, that will be opening up uh, early in the spring and summertime next year. So. so let me ask you a question. Because you're so well-known and you have you have all these like iconic movies that you've been in and stuff, Like, do you still have to audition or do they just basically like offer you the parts or do you still have to actually like audition? Sometimes. No, I still have to go in and see the, the uh, studio heads, especially for pilots. Um, mm-hmm. You still got to meet the suits. 
But uh, mm -hmm. from time to time, somebody will call me up, make an offer, and I'll go work. But uh, no, I still walk in and see producers and directors. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm working on a pilot. Um, I'm going back to L.A. next week to film with uh, John Singleton on his new pilot, Snowfall. Oh, that's I, cool. I have to go in. I've worked with John before, but I actually had to go back in to see him and get the part. And I actually worked with him. I did the cost. I used to be a celebrity clothing designer, and I did the costume uh, work on Too Fast, Too Furious, and he was the director. Well, that's the one he. I'd worked with him on Rosewood. Well, okay. he, was, he was supposed to hire me for Too Fast, and he didn't. I'm, I, I came back to him at Snowfall and went, "Okay, John, my turn." <laughs> he's great so, though he's a great guy so that's really great. cool but as far as the interviewing goes i won't give the name but a super duper star <clears throat> from like the 1950s whose still name is so big was asked to audition for a part and oh, he got yeah. very upset he said listen i've been in 135 films and i've worked and i'm a superstar my name was above the credit the title of the film i have to do an audition they said yes because the asian money that's backing our film, wants to see what you could do with the part. They don't know who you are. He said, well, uh, look, look at one of my old movies. And he said, they won't. They want new stuff. Yeah. So how uh, do you like them apples, my buddy? Hey, I've walked into a few um, auditions here this past year, and I've run into some very, very uh, talented and I would say A-list to B-plus list actors in the same room reading against me. And, of course, I'm looking at them going, well, I guess I'm in the big swimming pool now. <laughs> or they, or they <laughs> well, I mean, here they all are, and I'm going, okay, guys, let's go do our thing. And I've walked out with a role every once in a while, but, you know, uh, I like the company. No, let me tell you, you're a good actor. I know your work. Uh, I've seen, I don't know, remember what films I've seen you in, but I've seen so many films. I've seen all of them. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I remember good work. I remember act, and I wouldn't say this because I blow smoke up no one's ass, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, I, I know good work when I see it. Natural. You're a natural. A natural actor. You don't act. I like that. You, you, you do your lines, but you do it the way it's supposed to be. And you're very vital to the film, as is so many friends of mine that are, are character. I call them character actors. I don't think they call them that. I don't think that I thought. Yeah, he said yes. Oh, they still do. Okay. So they I want to talk specifically because I'm a horror movie fan. How do you say horror? Horror. Okay, horror, horror. Anyway, he says, he hey, says horror. He horror. Says horror. Horror. Okay. Either horror, way, yeah. Super Eight. Like I love Super Eight. Basically, like you play the sheriff in Super Super Eight. Yes, and, I do. Uh, uh, it was a, a really cool film, and actually, all the young people that were in that, that because the kids were really the, the center of attention of the film. Um, you know, they've all gone on now to do huge things. They're all really big. Like, how was Super 8? How was working on Super 8? And do you watch yourself? Like, when movies come out in the theaters, do you go and watch yourself? I, uh, you know what? Uh, my wife and I have a nice sound system in our house, entertainment system. Uh, we don't really go out to see the movies um, at all. We just wait for DVDs. Okay. So, um, but this time, Woodlawn, I'll be out in L.A., so I'm going to go see that. I did go to see Super 8 because it is J.J. Abrams, and it is a spectacular show. Right. So I did go to the theater to see it in the big 3D. I mean, not 3D, I, I but uh, IMAX. Like this but TV show, I, I never show. see the, the, the film of this when it's up on television. I can't bear to watch myself because I think it's so nothing. Why do people even like you? Why do they even watch? You make me vomit. That's what I say when I look at it. There's I say, you, see you need a facelift. You look like a flaming fag with your eyebrows. You know, I mean, I really get crazy. I, I hate it. How do you feel when you see yourself? I, I feel about the same way. What, what is this? Why? Oh, my God, I look so huge. <laughs> why? Why, why do we do Mark, that? 
I'm a large man. That's it. I mean, you just want to go see yourself on the big screen every once in a while. I did that when I was in my a uh, long time ago. Uh, <laughs> and nowadays, I really don't want to go see myself because I'm, I'm a bigger man now um, in more ways than one. When I, made, <laughs> when, when, when I was in that kind of woman with Chap Hunter and Sophia Loren, and I went to the movie theater, I couldn't wait to see myself. I was an extra then, but an important extra, like, a, you know, not, featured, not, featured. not atmosphere, featured extra. Featured. And when I looked at it, I thought, that's not me. I don't look like that. I look no. nothing like that. Absolutely nothing. Did you get that feeling when you first saw yourself on the big screen? First time I saw myself was on a movie, um, uh, who, who was it, uh, Bear Bryant story back in the 70s or 80s, I can't remember when, and I played an All-American football player catching passes into us, and I saw myself on screen for the first time on that huge 30-foot screen. That's right. <laughs> and I was excited back then. Now I see myself on that 30-foot screen, and I go, oh, my God. <laughs> no, but what I did when I saw that kind of woman, I saw it in New York City when it premiered, and I actually was a kid. I was 19 years old. When the film was over, I kind of walked around and was disappointed that nobody recognized me. <laughs> I thought that thousands of people would come up and say, oh, weren't you wonderful sitting next to Sophia on the train? You know? <laughs> I would have been happy just sitting next to her. Well, I was. Just me Let me there. tell you something. She was, apps. She didn't speak English well because this was back in '59, and I speak Italian fluently because I'm an Italian. So she adopted me, uh -huh. and I sat in George Sanders' chair on the set. And somebody came over and very nastily said, "You know, you're not allowed to do this. Get out of his chair." And she turned around and said uh, something about. Uh, I, anyway, he can stay here, uh, my permission granted. And of course, they wouldn't go against Sophia Loren. And I was surrounded. I mean, if I was straight, I would have had a heart on the whole show. Because Sophia's in this thing with her tits hanging out. And Barbara Nichols, you know, Barbara Nichols, oh, yeah. that gorgeous, sexy blonde. She's got them hanging out. And they know I'm a gay guy, I guess, obviously. And all they did was sit on my lap and giggle and tickle me. And I would tickle them. And we had the gayest little time. And I, I mean, a lot of the crew were looking. One funny story is we shot in the railroad station in Long Beach, Long Island, and we all had to go to the bathroom. Well, we had to go to the public bathroom because they didn't have, you know, porta toilets. And Tab Hunter would go in. Well, when Tab Hunter was in the bathroom, no one was allowed to go in the bathroom. So I asked one of the camera guys, I said, what's that all about? He said, well, baby, let me tell you something. If you go in that bathroom, Tab Hunter's never coming out. <laughs> and we have a movie to shoot. Well, I interviewed Tab Hunter years later, and I mentioned that on the interview, and he said, how old were you? I said, 19. He said, they were right. <laughs> yeah, oh so uh, I, have a, uh, I have another movie question, because uh, uh, I didn't see Foxcatcher. It's one of the only things I haven't seen that you've been in, and... Right. But Mark Ruffalo is in yeah. that. Oh, yeah, Did you Mark. get to work? Oh, yeah. I'm asking this really question for Ron because out of all the oh. actors, younger actors in Hollywood, that's like his favorite. Like, did you get to, to meet Mark Ruffalo and was oh, he yes. cool? Mark Ruffalo is the salt of the earth. He's what you see on the, on on film. It's exactly how he is off off lovely. the screen. He is I, a lovely man to talk to. Very soft spoken. Very intelligent. Uh, and will talk with anybody for as long as they want to talk. He was that kind of guy. So I know it. I know he just has a personality that you want to hang out with him. You want to be his best friend. I love that. He's really listening to what you have to say and, and, and really right. wants to hear what you're saying. So, right. I mean, whether it's a put on or not, I don't think no, so. No, I don't, I don't think so. Man. 
He's Love Italian. You. Italians like that. All right, everybody. So this is Brett Rice we've got on the phone. First of all, he's got a really cool website. If you go to brettrice.com, he's got like his demo reels, acting reels. You can see all kind of clips from movies that he's been in and see what's going on with him. If you follow him on Twitter, he's at brettrice underscore. And uh, so follow him on Twitter and let's build his Twitter following up. Uh, make sure October 16th. Say that again. To get those Twitters, come on. That's right. Let's get Start those Twitters them. up. Uh, Take it work. October 16th is Woodlawn coming out. Uh, it's going to be a great film. We had Kevin Sizemore on last week. It's a, a great inspirational film. October 16th, worldwide. Everybody can go see it. Um, also, just go on IMDb and then like plug in Brett Rice and just go see all his work because like all the stuff he's been in is fabulous. Um, it's true. Yes, it's true. Any I, other any other things? We, any other plug of anything we want to put in while we got you on? Well, I got well, like I said, Transparent's going to be coming out next uh, uh, sometime in December. Um, we have uh, I've got a movie that just came out, The Square Root of Two, with Darby Stanchfield from Scandal. It's on the uh, root of Square Root of Two dot com website. You can pick it up there. Um, I'm in Angie Tribeca, which is a TBS show. The comedy is going to be opening up sometime in November, December, I believe. And then a few more films are opening up next year. I'm working Monday with Clintus Wood, Tom Hanks, and Aaron Eckhart in Atlanta in the movie about the Hudson River crash called Sully. There you so, go. Dude, cool. you were such a rock star. I, 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 really think, <laughs> I really think I'm starting to hate you. <laughs> a lot. I mean, big time hate. No, no, I'm to tell you what. I mean, those are names that we didn't. Clint Eastwood and Aaron Eckhart weren't in the list before, everybody. So just add it to the list and can just you understand? Who didn't I'm you work with? Who did you really miss? Not anybody. I, I mean, who? I've been very lucky. George Clooney, that. you're right. You, you know, we're going to have to get George to call you and put you in the film. I have well, a mutual uh, Robert friend. Robert Redford is another one I want to work with. So there you go. Robert Redford. There you go. I love Robert Redford. I like Robert Redford, but I think he's a snobby, waspy kind of a guy. I don't think he gives much in a film. He's sort of self-contained when he acts. He's not. He doesn't give it to the audience. He keeps it. It's like he's doing it for himself. But that's but interesting. Huh? That's interesting to watch, keeping it to yourself and let the audience uh, experience it instead of pointing it out to them and saying, here, yeah. you should feel this. Right. And, and very few actors. Greta Garbo did that. Right. I don't know. I, I love that movie, The Last Castle, so... Uh, I think it's a great movie, uh, so I just dig it. So, all right, everybody. So, this is Brett Rice. You guys, check it out, brettrice.com. Follow him on Twitter. We want to thank you for coming on the show. Really, your body of work is unbelievable. And next year, when all everything comes out, we'd love to have you back. It's been a lot of fun. We we love your work, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And everyone that watches his films, pay attention to him and the other actors that carry the stars. Don't only give the stars the importance. Everybody on a production carries the film remember that not just one person sometimes i mean louise rayner nobody knows who she is but she was an old actress got an academy award for answering a telephone and crying on a phone and that's what makes hollywood hollywood when people give a performance for one second and sometimes character actors do that and the star looks better so love your character actors because i sure do Thanks for appreciating those of us who do a lot of the character work. We we really we really enjoy it. It's, and it's hard work. It is hard work, but it's fun. It is fun. Good and good luck to you. Break a leg. Thank baby. you so much. Say hi Thanks. to Clinton, everybody, for us I'll, on Monday. <laughs> You're a nice guy. Take care of yourself. Okay, Brett, thank bye, you. Bye-bye. Bye. He turned out to be nice. He was going to be great. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's really nice. Chad, what do you think of that? I mean, he's worked in such major things. It's not even Forget funny. about it. I mean, he's got everybody in Hollywood. Exactly. Forget about it. Joke, please. 
there's nobody left for him to work with. He's got a resume that knock anybody dead. And what, you have to be a good actor. You don't work with those other actors if you stink. And what a great down-to-earth guy, too, huh? Yeah, but you know what? I like his work because I've, I can't remember everything he's done, but there's been, you know, I know his face. I right. know his work. And because, you know, when I watch films, I critique everything, the music, the shooting, the lighting. I'm, I'm like a whole movie set when I watch things. And I watch the character actors. He was all in the Forrest time. Gump, too. I know he was. And uh, if it. a character actor stinks, he can really bring down the scene that the star is in. Because you know that his performance is so ugly and weak, the star doesn't work well. So co-stars and uh, character actors are vitally important. I love them all. So anyway, we want to give a shout out too to Tina D, who's in the chat room. Thank you, thank you for tuning in, Tina. Hello, hello. Say hello to Ma. And um, we're going to take Tina, Tina. we're going to take a music break, you guys. Chad. Yes, sir. Let's do Shalimar video. All right. Um, all right, everybody. So you guys remember Shalimar? They've had a zillion hits. Uh, they're coming out with a new song. It's called Slow Dance. You guys know that Shalimar is led by Jody Watley. She's like a platinum selling artist, sold millions of records. Shalimar sold millions of records. You ready to go, Chad? Hit it. Here it is, everybody. Slow Dance by Shalimar.
Everybody, so that's Shalimar, Jody Wiley boy. She looks fantastic, absolutely fantastic. All I, right, everybody. I remember them so well. They had one hit after another, hit after another. Fabulous group. So everybody, too. Then we've got um, one magical weekend coming up next year. It's June through three, ugh, June third through fifth, two thousand sixteen. Follow us on Twitter. It's at the number one magical weekend or Facebook.com slash one magical weekend and. Um, Oh, I see Chad too is putting on the uh, uh, on the screen the new Jimmy Star Show logo, and I don't know if like we mentioned we had a new logo, but that's a uh, thanks to Macovi Productions. They they made our new uh, our new logo, and we love it. Looks it's nice, fantastic. You like it, Chad? I do. I like it. I just think my name should have been bigger and Jimmy's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Me that's too, Rob. So also, you guys, um, doing out some <laughs> things. You can hear the Jimmy Star Show on W4CY Radio with the incomparable. Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. You can hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Toronto, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C. Um, we're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, LGBTQ TV, YouTube, Vimeo, and Roku. Just say everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And you guys, we did an interview this... Um, uh, this weekend, actually, this is Ron's interview. Over the weeks, we'll play mine too. Uh, but we did an interview with Jack McGee. He's a, also a great character actor, like Brett Rice. You would recognize him. Um, he was in the Academy Award movies Crash, The Fighter, and Moneyball. First of all, and he was also in that TV show Rescue Me, and like I don't know a hundred other things probably. Um, and he'll tell you all about the movie that they're pushing right now called- that I love because George Hamilton is in it. It's an older cast of great actors a story about a one person caring for another person it's funny it's touching and uh we haven't seen it we're viewing it tonight and we'll critique it next week there you go it's going to be a lot of fun so anyway this is ron interviewing superstar actor jack mcgee chad you ready i captain wait hold it the film, the film is not out yet so don't look for it we, we will let you know when it's out jimmy and i they sent us a link which is a private link and we're going to watch it 
Nobody else can, just us. So don't <laughs> just go us. just don't go looking for it in the movie theaters because it's ain't there yet, baby. All right, everybody. Here it is. Ron Russell interviewing Jack McGee at the Woodstock Film Festival. <laughs> Everybody, fasten your seatbelts. This interview is going to be like outrageous, demented, or wild. This character mm. is absolutely no word to describe, but I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack McGee. I'm glad to be here. I'm here. We're going to talk a little bit about our new, our new film that I worked on called Silver Skies. Written and directed by Rosemary Rodriguez and produced by her husband, Nesta Rodriguez. And uh, I'm really happy to be on the show. And I really don't give a shit. I just let him say that because that's what he has to do to get him to get the interview because otherwise they don't come on. But now I'm going to give him the good stuff. So big shot. Yes. Where did you get your sense of humor from that you were riot? I got my sense of humor from my uh, from my father and my mother. I was born and raised in the South Bronx in the projects, and uh, that's where I got it. There were ten of us around the table all the time, and you had to learn to survive if you're an Irish Catholic and from a big family in the South Bronx. Where'd you get your dull sense of humor? <laughs> from uh, Brooklyn Heights. Never Red, Red Hook, Brooklyn Heights, right on the river, oh. opposite the Statue of Liberty. Uh, Tony Curtis came through your neck of the woods, you know. Yes, he Actually, did. he did. He was not in the Bronx. He was in New York. He yelled at me. I interviewed him. And I said, you were from the Bronx. He said, no, no, I was from New York. But the Bronx is below. The Bronx is north of, of Manhattan, but the Bronx still is part of New York. Right. But he didn't come from there. Right. He says he didn't anywhere, but he said a lot of things. Well, when I interviewed him, I asked him, are you gay? He said, no, I just like sex. I do everybody. Nothing wrong with that. No. What are you going to be? It's like being a priest in a small town without a car. <laughs> Can't be choosy, can you? When did you start drinking? I just, I just actually stopped drinking 20 years ago. You're kidding. Yeah, Why? Drinking. You must because, have been a riot. Because if that was the case, yeah, you and I'd be going home and trying out every sex position that possibly could be in the history of mankind. <laughs> that sounds good. Go back to drinking. Thank you so very much. Anybody you know, got any booze here? Got any booze. Now he wants to take me. Now he wants to take me home. Well, I'm married, going to be cute to take off. I'm married to Jimmy two years. I got the actor in. You know, Jimmy's boom, 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 and ba ba. Yeah, that's it. So the actor's over. All right, so let's talk about this film, Silver Shots. No, it's not. It sounds crappy. What kind of film is it? It's a film that is a film about a bunch of bunch of uh, seniors that are in, a, in an apartment complex that find out in 30 days they either have to buy their apartments, which they neither none of them can afford, or they're out on the street. And it's, 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 it's got an incredible cast. It has uh, it has uh, George Hamilton, Howard Hesketh, George Hesketh, he's a dear friend. And I see him at all the parties. Rosemary got him to come on. This is a George Hamilton like you've never seen him before. It's a serious, dramatic role. I play his roommate. Uh, he's, he plays a character named Phil. I play his roommate whose name is Nick. And I've been taking care of him for 30 years. And he has early uh, onset of Alzheimer's. And uh, this is a very, very dramatic George is doing that? I'm telling you, he's brilliant. George, Mr. I'm beautiful. Uh, Hello, exactly. step aside, everybody. Don't mess my hair. Afraid, afraid about uh, taking this role on because it was exactly that a challenge. And we got together and rehearsed at his house a few times and read it over it. And something happened to where this, this transition happened with him. And he, I knew he could do it. He was fabulous. You really know. But I just saw working with you has to be a snap. Because well, I can feel you already. I feel the, the boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. So I think I would do an equally as good job. Well, you might do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm but a very good actor. Let me see. Me yeah. Oh, you, this is this is this has got to be an act because before we started rolling tape, it really wasn't that interesting. Well, let me, <laughs> let me 
tell you about the rest of this. Stop it. This is a film that has Barbara. This is a film that has Barbara Bain. It has uh, Barbara Bain. What that, happened to her? She she's in this new movie called Silver Skies. As as in Valerie Pride. Valerie Pride. Uh, uh, Howard Hessman. Uh, Jack Betts. Uh, we and uh, 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 yeah 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 Barbara Bain. And so Dick. Oh, Dick Van Barbara Bain. Does she still look beautiful? She looks gorgeous. She was a gorgeous. And she's woman. wonderful in this. Nice. Everybody said she was a bitch. No, she, she was doing Mission Impossible. No, 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 We'll have to use the no-bounce. I've, I've heard that from a man like you before. We'll use the no-bounce technique. I knew it would be great. It's going to be great. Well, I met him about 10 minutes ago out in the hallway, and it, it just went and hit. He could be like my best friend. This is the kind of people I love. Alive, funny, quick, bright, and witty. We don't have enough of it today. We have too much sorrow in the world, and it needs a guy like him. Now, this is a black comedy, am I right? It's, it's, it's a slice of life, it's, it's, it's what's happening to old folks uh, all the time, they get displaced and it's almost as if they, once they become older, they, became, they become forgotten. They become like, they're, like they're not there, invisible, and uh, nobody care, caring about them. And it's about what happens when they come to a point in their life where they're not sure what, 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 what's going to happen to where they're going to live. It's, it's, it's wonderful, it's very funny, and it's, uh, it's, it's poignant, and it's, and it's important. I think now, you use the word invisible. Your career is invisible up until like 1980. Did you start in those days? A late boomer or what? I started in 19, uh, yeah, about 1980 when I, I, I started doing, I was still a fireman in New York City. I was a fireman you like in New York, in the Bronx. You look like a fireman. That's why I do, because I was one. No, but you look like one. I said that three times. I could see you greasing up the pole. I could see you, yeah. I knew we were going to go there. I knew we were going to go there. He greases the pole with a little summer sundress, right? So my first film was in 1987, and there's been 180 films since I love this guy. I'm going to take him home. My friend is going to cost you. Don't worry about it. It's going to cost you. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I was a late, late, uh, late bloomer. I didn't start till I was like in my thirties. You know, it's just serious. My first role was when I was thirty years old, and now it's been uh, it's been thirty some odd years. You know, you remind me of lookalike Nada. Charles Darnley. No, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney's funny. Uh, funny like you. Mickey Rooney's funny but small. Yeah, but Mickey Rooney had the same sense of humor you had. Yes. And the same timing you had. Right. I've met him once. Oh, I, I was at Mickey's a company a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, Mickey Rooney had a schlong like that. that Ava, no. uh, Ava Gardner wanted him. They all, and all the yeah, way. Yeah, wrap around the light post. Right? That's right. Yeah. And they, they could slide down his pole. Yeah, it was Tricky Mickey. Tricky. That's right. Tricky Mickey with the no, big, big dicky. But I never mentioned that to him. No. I talked to him about Ava Gardner, and I said I was so sorry that she had He had a gardener? Oh, Ava. Oh, Ava. Wait, let me talk about it. The battery is not It's all right. I'm okay. Uh, Ava Gardner, um, I, I got as much info out of him as I could, and he said to me, she was a fucking info. Yeah, she liked it. And that was all. When I was with her, she, she, she said, just give it to me, big boy, give it to me. No, 
Did you use the condom though? Oh no 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 I used the uh, <laughs> I used some shrink wrap. I wasn't choosing it. Yeah, saran wrap with a little bit of heat on it. Yeah, saran wrap with a little bit. He wants you to wrap it up. That's what I don't want to wrap it up. I want this guy to just be. That's what he said to wrap it up. That's what you said. And they took the hair dryer. Listen, he he does his stuff to talk about the movie. I'm going to do the personal stuff. All right, good. Are you you married? Yes, I am. Are you happily married? I'm very happy. Do you have a lovely wife? I have a lovely wife. Does she cook? Let's not get crazy. (laughs) Let's see. You can't remember, baby. Is she a good spread? She is, she is. And actually, she's Jewish. So, oh, and then she's a man. So, as long as it's tofu uh, spread. Jewish is, I'm single, I'll do you, I'm married, I'm tired. That's, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's Jewish. So, you know my wife. Why'd you ask me? He's making me lose it completely. Oh, you really want to get that lock on Listen, you have to do comedy. Anybody out there that's casting a really great comedy, this guy is vintage quality stuff. He's not the new jerks of today. He's got timing that's, I mean, I know timing. I did stand up for 45 years or maybe more. 50 years, I, 52 years I did stand up. So I know. It's like his interview is 52 years old. No, it's so I'm 75 years old, so I did my interview. Yeah, 75. Well, I'm old. You still wear that much cologne? I do, I'm a whole lot. That's true. When you were cheesy old whore, you were a lot of You're not that cheesy about who that's your. Not choosing. You can't be Wrap it around. Shrink wrap. Shrink wrap gave up. Anyway, folks, I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did because this guy's great. Now I'm going to put him in a spot. Thank you so much and thank you no, all the three it. people that are watching. Close it. Shut it up. Can it close it? Okay. Listen, you are coming on our show. Okay, good. I want a 40 minute interview, Jimmy and I, with you on our show. Right. We go out to two and a half million people on every radio network. We can make you famous. We can make you get work. We can get people in Hollywood say, oh, that's who we are. Take your hands off me. <laughs> Seriously, folks, see this movie. Check on his work. Silver Sky. Great actor, terrific person, wonderful personality. And a joy to interview because sometimes I interview such boring people. I want to shoot myself right on the set. You should get out more. No, I should quit this business. Quit the business. I mean, some of them, you know, I say, so tell me about yourself. When you want to know. <laughs> anyway, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Very well. thank you. Thank you. So nice thank to you so much for, for having me. Yes, our pleasure. Bye, everybody. See you on Wednesday. <laughs> that was funny. What'd you think? That was cool, right? That's pretty good. You guys got to work on the audio, though. Invest in a microphone or something. Sounds like you guys are doing an interview in like a uh, basketball we, hall or something. In a large auditorium. We were in like an auditorium, yeah. and it was bouncing off of everything. You but, betcha. Right. But it was, it was funny. What we need is a, we, we need to carry a cameraman with us with the proper stuff, but that costs moolah. What'd you guys use for the video? What? A tablet. So plug a mic into the tablet. Tried it wouldn't work. No, no, like, no, no. Yesterday, you got to buy a certain Jimmy, one. Jimmy, it works. I was in the mall yesterday. I Converter. went into that LCD, whatever it is, store where they have all this junk, and I asked the guy there. I said, "Can I stick a microphone into my tabloid tablet?" And he said, "Absolutely." I said, "Do I have to change anything around?" He said, "No, just plug it in and go." You know, I, just well, plug I plugged it in the mic in, and it didn't work. You usually need like a special microphone to get in those tablets. Because slots. our mic, because the big like mics we're using now, the you'd stage. probably need some type of converter. Yeah. Well, no, it. you just buy a mic that's like a lavalier. 
It, you know, it's like it's like a computer mic. No, no, I wouldn't get a lavalier because those clip to your clothing. You want one that you could hold and talk and then go to the interviewer right. or to the That's guest. We're, we're working on it now because I think we're going to be going to a lot of events where we want to get all these. We were like in a little room and we shut the door so people because it was no, not, it wasn't a right. little room. It was gigantic. It's not huge. Exactly. Oh no, it was a big room, but we were in the room and we were trying to keep everybody out of it so oh. they because there was tons of people and like nobody else got to interview these guys but us. Right on. That's kind of cool. Because we're crazy. And they oh, right. it was it was freaking awesome. It's that we time, had... fellas. Um, say that again. Up. Oh, oh, good. Okay, cool. Hold on. Let me like see what we got going on. All right, everybody. So now it's it's time for the Jimmy Star Show, and we're gonna bring on our second guest. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, Mr. Mike Mayhall. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. First, we have our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello. Ron. And I'm so happy you don't have a beard. I am so sick of looking at guys with beards. Hey, hey, hey. That oh. are good. Well, you're not good looking. I'm talking about good looking guys with beards. Why? You know, you're covering up your looks. You did it right. You shave. Show everybody how handsome you are. Well, now well, that I've you. romanced you, okay, you have to be on, nice no, to me and give me a good interview. <laughs> hold on. We want to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mike, welcome to the show, sir. Good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, chat room full of people. How are you? There you go. I wanted to ask Chad, Chad, how come you don't have a beard? I did. I actually had a beard for like the last three months. I think Ash Ginger was even calling me the woodsman or something like that. And you yeah, must have been and I did. And I did look around, and everyone was growing one, so I got out of it. I mean, you're butch enough with the beard. You would have been like ridiculously butch, yeah. too butch. They would have thought you were a faggot for sure trying to cover up. Really? Okay. Well, we can say can. that we're married. Yeah, <laughs> they can. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh, wait a minute. You don't know what you're on our yeah. show. I feel sorry for it you. It could get bad. This is a crazy house. We don't do anything normal here. And we don't do an interview. We do conversations with. Mm. We just party with our friends that come on and let everybody know where you're at, what you do, and how great you are. There you go. Let's do work. It. All right, everybody. So... So this is Mike Mayall. He's an, a producer, a director, a writer, an actor. Um, in a minute, we're going to talk about his film, Jake's Road. Yeah. And it stars Eric Roberts and Leticia Jim oh. Jimenez. I don't know how you pronounce her last name. Jimenez. Jimenez. And Jimenez. she had her on a couple of weeks ago, I remember? She, she was, was the really so hot Spanish nice. lady who was fabulous. We loved her. So She's good. His new movie is Jake's Road. But before we talk about that, since he's worked in Hollywood for a long time, we're going to talk a little bit about some of his other stuff that he's done. Um, he, so you're an actor. You're a, I, I, well, actually, I wrote down fight choreographer because I thought I saw that on IMDb and I thought that sounded cool. Um, I've, uh, I, I do stunts. That's uh, it's sort of my my bet, bread and butter. When I'm I'm not um, writing or directing or acting, I I'm I'm pretty active in the stunt world. And I've done some fight choreography. I would I wouldn't call me a fight choreographer because I've, I've worked with some masterful fight choreographers but i can put a fight fight or two together yeah there you absolutely. go that works well, i want to talk about eric roberts probably one of the greatest <laughs> actors ever i mean he doesn't work he's never reached the stardom he should he I works all the time just no i mean really he doesn't work he doesn't work major films he doesn't he's not the caliber he should be i mean his sister's okay you know she does it but he does it better i mean he's just i just think he's the best actor he's around. great I've I've always liked Eric Roberts, you know, and he does he does he, he hasn't hit like um, major superstar superstar Saturn, but then all of a sudden he does like the Dark Knight, and he just kills it in that um, with, with the the second Christian Bale Batman movie, and uh, but he's always popping up. He's I really like him. He's super super intense, and he 
he was really intense in Jake's Road. I mean, he well, he's going to make your film happen. I'm sure his performance is going to be so outrageous. Yeah, you're going to be your film will be nominated for some awards. Uh, it should. Because, no, it's true. But, um, do you remember the AIDS thing he did years ago, where he played a guy that was dying of AIDS and had the party in the Hamptons at his house? What was that? A film? Longtime companion. Oh God! I don't know if that was him in that or not. Yeah, it was Eric Roberts, and one of one of those films he made, and it was absolutely. The best, because I've seen a lot of my friends, you know, who had that disease and died, and he was absolutely on target with all of it. Actually, I, I think Ron's right, though. Like he, because I've actually had conversations with him on Twitter, uh, and I've I see all his films, and I was just on IMDb because I'm casting a film, and I've just been looking at people, and uh, and he he works, he does tons of movies every year, yeah. he works a lot, but but he's just not like at the level, like he should be kind of like a Brad a Johnny, Pitt or somebody, he should be or a Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp or something. Yeah, I, but but in other like, words, though, it worked good for you because then you got. To, I guess we're going to talk about Jake's Road. So you got got him to be in your film, so that it still worked out that you were able to to have yeah. him in your film. Um, tell us a little bit. Uh, I know we've talked about the film once when Letitia was on, but tell us a little bit about the film. Wait, before like what you, it's before about, uh, you do, let me interrupt. This script for him to do has to be a fabulous script, which will become a fabulous movie. Thank you. That's that's True. basic. That that's um that's that's exactly how we got him. Um, one of our producing friends script had um worked with Eric Roberts before, and he he shot him out the script, and he read the script, and he liked it, and then the next thing you know, we're working with Eric Roberts. So it's you know, a, I, it's script I bet it was totally based off the script. I never had a chance to talk with him or anything. I just they asked me who do I want in this particular role. I said I really want Eric Roberts. We sent him the script just on a, a roll of the die, and he liked it, and boom, he was working with us. It's and great. he'll do wonders with that script. Yeah, so yeah. tell us, actually, okay, because first of all, you, you produced the movie, you directed the movie, yeah. you wrote the script, and also you play one of the characters. So you're like quadruple team. And yeah. Tell us I'm what is the film about. Tell us what the film's about. What, what is the film about? The, the, film, the film centers on a group of friends um, who are reuniting after several years um, uh, at their, one of the friends' fam, uh, vacation, um, camp, uh, cabins in the woods, essentially. Little, I'm a little vacation um, hunting hunting lodge is what I'm trying to say um, and they're out there and they get some bad news that they're selling the property and there's a rift between the friends and the family and then the next thing you know someone shows up and uh, people start start dying and it sounds like a real sort of something like a typical horror movie that you've seen but uh, the film is really centered around family and the relationships and how everything can kind of be ripped apart in one sort of moment um, it's a lot of suspense. It's a lot of thrills, and it's got a lot of twists and turns in it. It's, Actually, uh, it's a, a real intelligent. It's a very intelligent, intelligent script. Is it Hitchcockian? You know, I I, I like Hitchcock, and it, so it's got a little bit of that influence in there. It's it's definitely right. more of a thriller with a little bit of horror because I'm a big fan of the '80s horror movies and a little bit of action because of my stunt background. So it's kind of a hybrid. So if you if you like thrillers, you like horrors, and you like uh, a little action, I think you're going to enjoy this one. The film is available now, right, for people to see, like on video on demand, or where yeah, do they yeah. see it? Yeah, I think the best way to go is to go to iTunes or Amazon. I think you can rent it there. It's uh, which is I think is easiest because then you can do it on your phone, you can do it on a smart TV, your computer. There like you go. Like, yeah. uh, all right, so. Yeah, because tonight we watch films and we're watching, uh, what's his name, it's McGee's film tonight, what's it called? Silver Skies. Silver Skies. So we'll watch your film as well, then we'll critique it, talk about it next week. Cool. I like that. So let's go back to it. Because um, first of all, I want to say, like, because I read reviews, like I always read to see what people are saying. Um, actually, before we had you on the show, I read the reviews because... Uh, 
Because if I if I read the reviews and every person blasts it and says it's a piece of shit, then I don't really want to bring you on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to bring me on either. <laughs> and actually, a lot of the reviews spoke specifically about the story, how good the story was and how it's not a traditional horror movie, even though it, it sets itself up that you think it's going to be a traditional horror movie that it's not. And so the reviews yeah. of the film are actually really good. And um, Chad. Hi, Captain. Chad, do you have the – because I, I, I pulled the trailer oh. off YouTube. We're going to play the trailer for everybody real quick. Oh, okay. Um, um, Chad, it. do you have the trailer? I kept it. Okay, so here's what we're going to have you do, Mike. You introduce it all, and then we're going to play the trailer. It's only like a minute and a half or something, and yeah, then okay. after you play the trailer, we'll talk some more about it. Just introduce Jake's Road? Okay, yes. Here's, uh, here's the trailer for uh, the thriller horror film Jake's Road, starring Eric Roberts and Leticia Jimenez. You know, when Mom and Dad died, I just kind of took off. God, if I hadn't met you, I... It's funny how a car crash can change everything. You know, if mom and dad were here, they'd be real happy for you. Never thought I'd be back here. Welcome home, man. There's a lot of history out here. You said you were fixing up the camp. I, I didn't really know what to think. Parents would be proud of the two of you for what you've done with this place, really, truly. You weren't really around to offer suggestions. Sam and I have been talking. We've decided to sell the camp. It's a bit of a surprise. You call yourself family, and yet you sold the land right out from under us. Did you see Kay? Did you see where she was? Was she okay? She's not dead! We have to go back! We have to go back! I don't care! No, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. No, that, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't. Do you know you got here? What do you remember? What happened? What's you need to remember this stuff. You're happy. I can't. Did they hear the gunshots? I like the street sign at the end there, and yeah. I love the, the one part where the guy's walking and all the blood is dripping down his hand. It looks so realistic, and it looked like, like it was good fake blood. Or it was, that, was real, that, that, that was real blood. It was a committed actor. <laughs> I um, it just goes to show that's the type of dedication we had on this film. You yeah. know? <laughs> I'm glad that you used a good camera. What would you use, a red? We actually, um, you're, you know, I'm, I'm almost afraid to say what we used um, because it, it, it was not a red. What we had was an amazing, amazing DP who just um, was able to light it and would only let me shoot it. Um, I told him the shots I wanted, and then he told me the, the prettiest, best ways to get the shot. We had a real small camera um, because we were an independent film. I think it was a 5D camera. Because it's got wonderful depth, I noticed, and crispness. Very he, crisp. Yes, he, he's amazing. I, I can't can wait that. to work with him again. Now, and Eric Roberts never looked as handsome as he does now with his gray hair. He uh, yeah. looks gorgeous, really good. Because for a while there, he wasn't looking so hot. Now he looks great. Yeah. yeah he looks, looks good. So where did you Thank guys you. shoot the film? We, we shot it um, in a little town called Folsom, Louisiana, which um, out at a place called The Camp. It's a place I grew up going to. Um, it was my stepfather's hunting lodge. It sits on like 250 acres of, of just land out in the middle of the country. And it actually is on Jake's Road. Oh, uh, so that, that was a real, you didn't make that sign up. That's a real sign. Okay. No, so so the, the story for Jake's Road sort of came about. I grew up going to this this little hunting lodge. And I, I, I never hunted, but it was just out in the woods and we, it was next to a creek. So it was just a lot of fun to just go out there and hang out. And, um, you know, growing up as a kid, 
you know, it gets kind of spooky out there at night. We always thought, well, what would happen if a, a crazy guy came out here? And we're like, well, don't worry. It, you know, nothing would happen. Only a crazy man would come out here. And we thought, God, that's the exact type of person we don't want to come out here. And um, so Jake's Road is really sort of a, a, a mix of my childhood growing up with my good friends, who a lot of these characters are all based on my friends, and then a mix of my real twisted imagination of... Now, oh, that's a part was I was like. that a human or a thing that was you know, uh, attacking? It's, um, you, you have to watch. Um, it looked like a thing to me in cam camouflage. No, he was in camouflage. But, camouflage. Was it, but was it some kind of a weird thing? He looked weird. <laughs> he looked no, like no. monsters. It's, um, it's, I'll, I'll tell you this much. It's called a ghillie suit. It's called like a, a ghillie suit, everybody. Suit. What the hell is a ghillie suit? <laughs> it's Whatever. what um, uh, marine, uh, snipers use to camouflage themselves in the, when they're out. Oh, okay, yeah. that's you what he blend, looked like. You just blend in. His jacket. Yeah, you just blend right in with the background. You can't even, if somebody's wearing that and not moving, you, you can't even see him. Right. So, you guys, the phone, film is called Jake's Road, and they have a Twitter. It's at, is it Jake's Road Movie? Yeah, no, I think it's just Jake's Road. Just at Jake's Road. Okay, at Jake's Road. Um, uh, the movie's really, really, looks really good. I think it's going to be good. We're going to watch it. Uh, so, you earlier you spoke about. Um, but you were a fan of 80s horror, so because I'm a fan of 80s horror too. So let's yep. talk 80s horror for a minute. Okay, let's talk 80s horror. I love it. Um, okay. All right. So what, what what are some of your well? First of all, what are your favorite like movies or franchises? Oh, um, mo movies or franchises? Well, are we are we just sticking in the 80s horror world? We don't we have to stick in the 80s. You can go overall. You can go all over uh, over the whole thing. Ooh. Uh, okay. So I think some some guilty pleasure movies of mine that that no matter what when they're on, I'll watch them. Like I um I remember the Princess Bride. I remember seeing that in the theaters, and yep. and that stuck with me. Um, obviously Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Okay, but no, no. Okay, hold classic. on. Go back though. Make them horror franchises. Oh well, I mean, let's come on. <laughs> Because Princess Bride, nobody's getting shot up. Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> and Halloween. Yes, I Halloween. Mean, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, Friday the 13th. I mean, Night of the Living Dead, the original, black and white. Oh, the old black and white. No, that's a good one. I, I like that one, and I even I even like. Um, they've done a few remakes of those, haven't they? I, I've like yeah, I've enjoyed all the sort of incarnations of the Living Dead movies. Actually, the one they did in 1990 with uh, Tom Tolles is really now, good. First of all, they're in color. And they weren't done as authentic as the original was because it was a $65,000 budget film. Yeah, Could you yeah. imagine? 62000 something like that. So they had to use like flashlights practically to light the monsters out in the fields when they were attacking the house. And that made it really eerie. Really, really spooky because it, it, everything, you just felt like the darkness creeping in around you. And we had never seen such a film ever in the, in the history of Hollywood. Have yeah. we ever seen such barbaric eating of flesh and burning in the truck? So, I mean, I remember seeing it and I was terrified. And these films I usually laugh at. You know, they don't scare I, anything. I go with The Lost Boys. It's like my favorite. Like, I don't like the whole franchise because Lost Boys 2 and 3 stink. But the first no, one. The, uh, the first was, one, that was, that was awesome. That was amazing. Awesome. And um, I was a celebrity clothing designer and did costume design for films for a long time. And, oh, wow. and so, like, basically, like, all, a lot, all the vampires in that are friends, were friends of mine or are friends of mine. Um, so I like that a lot. And then. For horror, like the newer type of horror, I kind of like the torture porn stuff. So, like, oh, I like really? ho yeah. Hostel and Saw. I like uh, both of those. I went through a torture um, porn phase. Um, I, you know, I like um, the in Insidious, like this sort yes. of spooky demon ghosts there. Um, I really, really like those. We actually had right. James, hang on, we had James Wan and Lee Winnell actually on the show when the first Insidious came out, and we had Jay LaRose who's in it, and we had Lynn Shea who's in it. 
Oh, wow. And uh, come on the show, so it was really cool. When, we, when the Jimmy Star show first started, like it was everybody. The first like two years, we had every major horror movie star, you know, on, and now we've we've gotten bigger, and so we've expanded out of horror and into just cool celebrities in cool general. Stuff. Right. Uh, right. Ed Ron, what now, were you gonna say? Now I don't know the name of it, but you tell me uh, uh, if you if you like this film, Mike, the one about the worm. About the worm. The, they eat it. It's you know it eats itself. The that, worm. No, that's not a worm. What is it? Oh, I, he, I refuse the human to. Centipede. He won't watch he, the Human Centipede because of the concept. I, I, I haven't seen us. the Human Centipede. Oh, You've never seen the Human Centipede? Oh my God! The third one is getting ready to come out. We actually, when it came out, we had all the stars of the Human Centipede on the show. We had the director, we had uh, Dieter Laser, and we had the girls who were on it. And do you know what the concept of the Human Centipede is? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be much better to be the head of the Centipede. Oh, than, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, if you had a position to take. The most disgusting, stupid, insulting. It is a great movie. You have to watch it though. Just being okay. a fan of horror and the fact that you do well, that tell, you like horror. Tell our viewers what it is. Uh, everybody knows. Uh, you guys can Google Human Centipede because it's a little bit too gross to really talk about oh, on the show. Um, but yeah. it's a great movie. The first one is excellent. The second one is okay, and the third one is getting ready to come out and. And I think it's going to be even better. So I actually like it. I don't put that as like one of my favorite like movies or whatever. But um, I think out of all the different franchises, I probably, I probably like Halloween the best. Yeah. I think. Did you like the remake then with Rob Zombie? You know, uh, I, I saw. Isn't there three? I've only seen two. I, I yes. feel like I'm missing one. Maybe I just haven't oh, no, seen wait, it. There's two. Two Rob Zombie ones. That's it. There's two. Okay. So another. I. I liked it just because I thought it was an interesting take on on the, the Michael Myers character and Rod Zombie. He, I mean, he really does horror macabre really well. Right. I think. Uh, was it House of a Thousand Corpses? Was that yeah. his, his first? House one? of a Thousand Corpses is awesome. Yeah. We actually had Dave Ferk on. He played the young Michael Myers, the kid with the long blonde hair in Rob Zombie's remake. Okay. And um, uh, I also think that I, I, I like Freddy Krueger though a lot, even though I did not like the remake that they did a couple years ago. I didn't really like the remake. I don't. I think that that that's one thing I like a lot about Jake's Road and just your, the stuff that you're doing in general is that that Hollywood keeps rehashing like all these old things instead of coming up with new concepts and new ideas. Yeah. And like I, I for one believe that you need to leave that stuff alone. Um, you know, I th I heard they're talking about remaking Jaws. I mean, you need to like leave all that stuff alone. You know why? Because they want to put out what they've made money on. A new thing like yes. Jake's Road is an investment. They don't know if it's going to bring in the bucks that they know Jaws will bring in. So, of course, they're going to stick with the old stuff. Uh, what do you think of that, though? Like, do you like all the remakes? You know, it, it, it's a real hit and miss for me. Like, and it depends on how, how close the, the original is to me, uh, to my heart. Like, um, they remade the Friday 13th a couple years back, and I did, not, I did not care for it. Yeah, I didn't care for it either. Um, I, I thought some things were cool, but other, all in all, it's like, meh. You know, um, I, you you really tread carefully. And what about they remake? What's the one? What's the movie about the cabin in the woods where the tree rapes the lady? Uh, wait, 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 oh, oh the Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. Evil Dead, like that. Like, wait, what wait, did you on, think back, of the back, Evil? Back, a, a tree rapes somebody. Yeah. A oh, it's like, like an apple yeah, the tree, tree comes alive and like rapes the chick. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you it got was a hard scene to watch. So she got wood, huh? <laughs> she did. So the first one though, Evil Dead is a great movie. It's classic. Mm -hmm. They turned it into a musical. So did you see the remake? I did, and you know, I gotta be honest. I really liked, I really liked the remake. Um, okay, I agree. It wasn't. That was one of the only ones that didn't yeah. suck. <laughs> no, I, great. We agree with it. I, I thought it was, it was like those, those evil ghosts running around were some freaking evil, mean, pissed off ghosts. My, my favorite. No, was, I agree. My favorite was Killer Tomato, 
and the clowns. Oh, I love the clowns. Oh, he likes. Yeah, he likes a cat. Atta- uh, what's it called? I don't know. Attack of the Killer Clown. No. Attack of the Killer Clown. Oh, no, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is one which I've never seen. That one. What was the one? No, he likes Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, oh, I the, the, the gun that would shoot like confetti or something in a way. Those clowns were scary as all hell. It was a camp of a film. I watch it whenever it's on. I get such a kick out of it still to this day. And Killer Tomatoes was fabulous. I actually never seen Killer Tomatoes. No, it was the stupidest thing you ever saw. It How was ridiculous. Around, and it became a classic. I also liked Wolf Creek, though. Like the first Wolf Creek. I didn't like the second one. That was like an Australian horror film. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Listen, we watched a fabulous movie that's on HBO now. Everyone must watch it. The Fog with what's his name from the the Dick that's Show. That's the Fog remake that they did a oh, couple of years ago. Oh, it is fabulous. It with is, Thomas Jane. With Thomas Jane. The best. That, oh, it's great. No, it's the, the Mist. It's not The Fog. It's The, the mist. mist. The Mist. It's The Mist. What do I know? I remember nothing. Well, cuz The Fog is a movie also. No, the, <laughs> I can see you I can see you in your he- in your head thinking about it all. No, and, the Fog was with And a- as you were thinking about it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the wrong name." The Fog was with Adrian Barbeau when she was climbing up the roof and her tits were falling out. Everybody loved that film. But no, this is The Mist. And James was fabulous in it. The story is wonderful. It's one of those kind of films, but with a beautiful a twisted ending, a, a, a very well, I'm almost yeah. sport, but have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I did. I so like the ending. Miss, it was the truth. It was, good writing. It was a great, great horror ending. It was just I mean, shocked the shit out of me that ending. I was pissed off about it too. Yeah. That's so a good what, ending, I think. What do you great ending, what do you ending. what do you prefer to do then? Because you're well, I mean, I guess you, you write and directed and produced your own film, but then you also act according to your IMDB, you are in uh, one episode of The Walking Dead, Vampires Suck. Terror Trap, G.I. Joe Retaliation, and Scream, the TV series. Like, do you like being that? The act- and you're also an actor in Jake's Road. Do you like the acting part of it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's I guess you could say it in, in the entertainment world, that that's my first love. Um, I started on the stage uh, in high school, actually before high school, at, like, community theater. Uh, did it in high school. Went to school for it. Went to college for it. And, um, and, and it wasn't until I got into college where I started writing and directing. And um, I don't know. I just sort of like to do everything you know um i don't there's not one thing i like more than the other um i what i really like is when i can do it all when i can direct and write and act like i did in jake's road um so do you have another one planned yeah we um i'm i'm working on a couple scripts right now and um we are trying to reach out to jeffrey dean morgan um who um i'm, I'm trying to think of something right off the top of my head magic city he was on yep. was it hbo or showtime believe in magic city um, I have a script that I'm writing. It's about uh, cop corruption here in New Orleans. And for some reason, I kept thinking about him when I was writing it. And um, so hopefully we'll hear back in a week or two, see if he's interested in it. If you need any good character actors with gray hair, Ron is an excellent actor. I can't act at all. I suck. But Ron's very good. And I played the nastiest, meanest cop in Pittsburgh who was from Brooklyn and wasn't anything in Brooklyn. So he left to become a big shot in Pittsburgh. And he is the most terrible, mean person. Anyway, he's a good actor. That that movie kind of. So like I play me. So. If you need a rotten mean cop, I'm the one. Rotten mean cop. I send you some of my footage. <laughs> send me the footage. You could go online and see it. He's really good, and, and and one of the good things about casting Ron in your movie is that you get my two million Twitter followers like to help promote everything because he's in it. <laughs> no, what you what, what you that get? That sounds is, sold. What you get is a professional who's on time, knows his lines, and gets it done. Not like so many people I've worked with. Today, a lot of these young people, they want to be stars. They don't want to be actors. Am I right? 
and they yeah. come on, they don't know their lines, they don't know what, what a mark is, you know, hit your mark, and they go, this, what's the mark? <laughs> it's that thing on the floor, you know, it's not bubble gum stuck on yeah. the floor. It's a mark. You're supposed yeah. to hit it. There you go. I love it. So, okay, so acting is, so, but you don't actually live in L.A., so how do you get your acting roles? Uh, you know, I, like, 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 I, like I would when I was out living in L.A. I have an agent, uh, I have an, a local agent, a regional agent, and um, they just they submit me. And I've been doing it for a while now that I, I'm friends with a lot of the casting directors. So I usually just call them and say, I'm not working on a project right now. What, what can I come in and read for? And, Where do you uh, live now? I, live, I actually live in Mandeville, Louisiana, which is it's, uh, about 30 miles north of New Orleans. And, oh, well, uh, we're going to be in, in um, Louisiana uh, in January for a couple of weeks on work. Oh, yeah? You're going to be down in, in New Orleans? I, uh, yeah, no, not in New Orleans. It's going to be someplace in Louisiana. Louisiana. I, don't have the, I don't have the location shit yet, but I have a film that's They're shooting that's it there shooting because there. of the, the no-tax deal. You should let, let me know. We'll I will. I uh, definitely will. Definitely will. We don't know the name of the town yet. What's the name of the town? I don't know the name of the town, and I'm not allowed to but talk about. I'm not allowed to talk about any of it. So I'm not talking about it. <laughs> Who's talking about it? You tell us, and we'll town. talk about it. Yeah, afterwards we can talk about it. It but has it to be a tiny, itty bitty little town. So just think in your mind in Louisiana, where this tiny little itty bitty town is. There are so many tiny little itty bitty towns. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're going there, not because of the tax thing. Do you yeah, have there's bugs? so Do you many have bed bugs in Louisiana. What, what's that? Do you have bed bugs in Louisiana? Not, not. not I mean, I'm, I'm not, in a, my, not in my house. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't mean in your I, house. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a phobic of, of bed bugs, and I have to be in a motel for four weeks, of which I'm killing myself. So I thought we'd bring the big truck down, put a mattress in it, and I could sleep in the truck. What's the weather like there in January? It's generally kind of cool here in January. It's kind of cold. You know, for Louisiana. Could I sleep in the truck for four weeks? No. I would not recommend it. I think you'd be quite uncomfortable. Well, but the cold weather tends to kill bugs. So I think you'll be okay. Yeah, he'll be okay. He's just yeah. he's just crazy. All right, no, everybody. So, terrified. So, so Jake's Road, you guys, we want to go back to it real quick. It's a great movie. Stars Eric Roberts and Leticia. How do you say her name again? Leticia Jimenez. Leticia Jimenez. Yep. She was fabulous. We had we her a couple her. weeks ago. We loved her. I said she's the new Sofia Vargas. She she gets that. Vergara. She gets that all the time. That and um, uh, what would she say to me? Sofia Loren, like a young, a younger. Absolutely. And I work with Sofia, so I know. She's beautiful, and she was a doll. I loved her. She's so awesome. I really enjoyed her a lot. Just Get awesome. Jake's Road, you guys. You can, you can uh, rent it on uh, Amazon at iTunes. Um, is it in, is it also in retail outlets or no? It, you know, I, I th that's got a real limited window. I think that the the DVD has gone and gone and and has since left the shelves. You can go to Walmart and order it, and you can get the DVD. You can order it anywhere online. But uh, I would just say rent it. You know, go go rent it, and um, it's it's the easiest best way to do it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a good it's a good story. It's a good little run. Are you are you on Netflix? We you can rent the DVD, but we are not on Netflix. Netflix like streaming yet. No. Okay. Right. Okay, yeah. everybody. So the name of the film is Jake's Road. Follow at Jake's Road uh, on Twitter. This is Mike Mayhall. He wrote it. He produced it. He directed it. He's in it. He's fabulous. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We also want to thank Clint Morris, Clint Morris from October Coast PR for helping set this up. And uh, we want everybody to go watch the film. It's really good, and you're going to enjoy it. And, Mike, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And anytime you've got anything else to promote, let us know. Yeah. I will. Thanks for having me. And, All right. And are you seeing the cast again? 
We the cat. We all hang out all the time. Oh, please give my love to that fabulous uh, Chiquita Banana. I loved her. I will. She, I will, I will tell her you. Tell her that. Ron Russell yeah, sends tell a big kiss. Yeah, tell her we kiss. No, her. Ron Russell sends a big kiss. We'll do. We'll do. Right, Thanks, bye, guys. Bye. Pleasure Thank knowing you. you. See you in Louisiana. Yeah, call us. Let me we know. Will. Well, we, we will. I've got your right. email. We will. Thanks, okay. Mike. Cool. Bye-bye. Right, thanks for the, thanks for the conversation, Mike. Bye. Yay, nice yay, yay. I wish him a lot of luck with his film. I think it's going to do well. Well, yeah, because if it's got a twist to it, and it's not like the rest of those, you know, college kill me one by one films. Absolutely. So, you guys, we're going to take a quick music break. Um, we haven't played it too much lately. It did hit Billboard three times this year. The name of the band is We the Ghost. The name of the single is Let Me Know. And, Chad, how are we doing with it? Let's roll it. All right, everybody, here's We the Ghost. Let me know. Let me know. Come on and let me know. Oh, oh, oh. I will bring you home. Baby, and if that's what it takes, I will set fire to heaven's gates. Come on and let me know. Oh, oh. Ships, but she's seen so many miss It's like they hit the rock and sink to the abyss But I'm determined to pull up on her show Bring her aboard and sail away forevermore well, I'm not saying that it's gonna be easy Yeah, I know these waves are gonna toss me around And take me down But I'm gonna follow the light Straight to your show Do whatever it takes Bring you back home Cause I just need, need you to know Let's go. 
Hey, everybody, that's Let Me Know by We The Ghost. The single is available worldwide anywhere, any download site you go to, so pick it up today. What'd you think, Chad, of our guest today? You always have the best guest. Why do you ask me? I don't know. I just thought. Because he has nothing else to say. He's he's (laughs) run dry. Listen, Chad, when are you going to be back at Scooters, Shooters, whatever it's called? Shooters! I don't know. They haven't given us a call yet, but he was uh, he was pretty uh, happy. So I got to tell you, we were there one one uh, night. I yep. wanted to shoot and kill those jerks. The guy had a guitar. Yeah. The chick was singing. Oh my God, they were so bad. I could, oh. I never. I've never done this in my life. And I went up to the guy that we know that runs the joint, and yep. I said, "Why?" I said, "We've <laughs> lost our appetite. We've lost our wanting to get drunk and get happy. These guys stink." And he said, "I know." We're never going to have them back again. But they kept twanging away with this stupid twangy music, Uh-oh. and they had it blasting, Chad, that our glasses, they were shaking. My my vodka, uh, you know, was shaking. Well, the good thing about Shooters, they got a lot of property. You could uh, <clears throat> go to the other end, you know, and almost not well, even we hear the band. We were on the end. That's where we go, where the oh, really? is. You know, where the big... <laughs> No, that's where the band is. The band that, is we, we're that right end. near the band. That's where we were. Yeah. But must they blast it so loud that we can't talk in our eyelashes? It was vibrate? beautiful, though, there, wasn't it, Chad? <laughs> it is nice. It's it's pretty tropical looking. They got the cabanas and all the soft cushions and the, the, the $50 million yachts pulling in that take a half hour to pull in. That's the ones that we're on. Oh, that was. You well, should take your boat no, down here. Chef, our best, my best friend for a thousand years is Chef Kim, and she only right. works the yachts. She's yep, the, yep. The, the yacht cook. That's right. She has a wonderful show. He knows show. her. She's been on the yep, show. Yeah, you, you know, Chef. She's been on our show. Yep. So Jimmy and I get invited on. Uh, we were on a hundred thirty million dollar yacht or some stupid number like that. Yeah. It was a hotel, and it's all because <laughs> of Chef Kim. She's in with all the yacht people, and now she's got a business. She and her husband, where they rent yachts now for a week, for like. $35,000 for the week and you go anywhere you want and that includes fuel food service everything and her yeah. business is like wildfire everybody's renting the yacht imagine who's got 35000 bucks for that a week that just depends on where you go they're not all 35000 well there's nothing less it's 15000 no, they, no, they, it's only more. It's like for rich for rich people. No, I know, but fifteen thousand. She takes you like down the road to the bathroom and then back. <laughs> but anyway, it's a fabulous thing. I wish I had her website. I'll do it next week. I'll give her a commercial. But we get to go on some incredible yachts. I mean, some of them are a joke. They're they're, they're bigger than my house. Yeah, all right, pretty. everybody. So here's other things to remember. American Horror Story starts tonight. It's going to be awesome. Um, we want everybody to go check out jimmystarsworld.com. That's where we're putting up all the videos from all the shows that we're doing. So check it all out, jimmystarsworld.com. Oh, and I'm happy that I talked about the leopard skin shoe because, yes, I'm going to own it. And since I've talked about it, Jimmy sold them all out. I mean, it's like he's got it reorder now. That's how many have sold. So if you're going to sell, if you're going to buy the leopard skin shoe, you have to wait a couple of days. Google Jimmy Stars. Show. All you have to do is go to jimmystarsworld.com and hit shop, and you can go to my eBay store. I'm so happy that. So, and you know, if you want, put a special request in for a small boy size. They don't make boy sizes. Well, you know, I mean, little men's like six size six. Eight. No. Oh, eight? eight. You know how many women have eights, please? No. Yeah, oh, anyway, a men's eight. A men's eight is a women's ten. Really? Yep. Whatever your foot size is, if you think you can fit in one of these boots, <laughs> of these shoes, he calls them sneakers. I call them cool shoes, and you know, get them. I love. What am I going to wear mine? Where am I going to wear it to? Who you know, knows? it's like it's like real hair. It's like real animal, but it's not. It's synthetic. But if you rub your hand on it, it feels like a real animal, and that kind of grosses me out because when I rub Shazam, <laughs> he feels the same as the boot shoe. That's anyway, I love them. 
I'm so happy he's in the shoe business because I'm a shoe freak. There you go. It all works out. And so, Chad, where are you playing this weekend? Where are we playing? We're playing tomorrow night at Ruby Cafe from 9 to 1. That's that place in Lauderdale on the beach. And then uh, we're playing the Anchor Inn in Lantana, which is on the it's like on a river or canal or lake or something. But it's kind of cool. That's Friday from uh, 6 to 9. There you go. And then I got Saturday and Sunday off. Yes, Ron. Uh, yeah. Why, why don't I know. you take us away? What? Take us away oh. with one of your songs. Oh yeah, you were gonna play us. You were gonna play your. your... I, I didn't forget. Wait, wait, he was gonna play. Wait, wait, who's no, Neil? No, no, I wasn't gonna play You're nothing. You were ahead. mentioning me play something, but I was like, no, we're not playing that crap. No, take us away <laughs> at, the, at the end of the show. Take us away with your song. No, thank you. I like <laughs> the, I like the Jimmy Star jingle. You guys, he's saying Neil Diamond. It's it's really good. Uh, he doesn't want to play it for you. We're gonna get him to play it for you one of these days because Chad's an awesome. Don't singer. you want to be like rich and famous and travel the world with rock groups, do drugs, no thanks, have all kinds of women, get rid of your girlfriend? No, he's got nope. a wife. Don't I'm happy. Want, I'm good. Girlfriend? Don't you want to do that? They've be been like together long enough. It's not girlfriend anymore. Florida's a. Florida's <laughs> no, a right. common Florida's a common lost date. <laughs> there you have it. So yeah, I'm married. So don't you want to be a rock and roller? You could do drugs, no. overdose, do stuff like that. No, I think doesn't. maybe that was back when I was 16, 14, 15, something like that. Meanwhile, you'll be happy to know, my friend, that I no longer eat anything that's processed. Anything with uh, with the sodium I will not have. What's, Soda, in your, what's, I in, what's in your big orange cup today? Water. Really? With little uh, iced tea in it. Is that uh, true? Uh, Amazing. I, I cut it. I cut the iced tea No down. GMO juice? Hmm? No, no he's he's been he's been like no. not doing any of that green, stuff. It's green. I have green tea, right. but I cut it with some water. Otherwise, it's too sweet for me because oh. it's artificial. And it's, it's diet green tea. Diet, and it's way too sweet. So I put some water in How it. How about Jimbo? How's he doing on the diet? I'm doing good on the diet. I'm not doing good on the soda part of the diet, but I'm doing good on the diet. I've lost uh, like 11 pounds or something. Really? You still getting in that Mountain Dew? No, no. never. I you dropped the fire retardant? I think it's been about a year and a half since, or two years since I've been off of that mountain. No, I, yes, Coke, though. I still drink Coke. I went shopping yesterday at Trader Joe's, yeah. and I bought the rice and asparagus that I love that comes from Italy, mm -hmm. and I bought the broccoli and beef, and I bought the chicken, uh, somebody's Chinese chicken, and I read the <laughs> sodium. The rice had 650, something else was 1200, and something else was 11, and I thought to myself, Oh, a bulb just blew. I thought Is that to what myself, you thought? Yeah, a bulb just, a bulb, one of our spotlight. We're not going to bother now. We're going off the air soon. Anyway, the amount of sodium that's in there was a joke, a total joke. That's funny. It makes you hold water, keeps you bloated. You know? All right, we got one minute, everybody. So anyway. <laughs> one minute of almost <laughs> darkness. We want to like tell it, thank everybody for tuning in today. We want to thank our guests, Brett Rice and Mike Mayhall, for calling in. Um, we want to thank Jack McGee for doing the interview with us at Woodstock. We want to thank everybody in the chat room. Tina D, Goddess, Stefan, Mr. Poopy Pants. What? <laughs> and Goddess. Jimmy McCrary, Jane Yates, Dave Hughes, everybody in the chat room who's in the chat room. Thank you so much for tuning in every week, everybody. We appreciate it. And chat, we want to thank you for being the best engineer on the damn planet. Always. My pleasure, fellas. It's a great show. Right, everybody. Wait, 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 we'll wait. And, and, and Goddess, contact us. I when gave you her my email. Okay. All right, everybody. Goddess, Bye, everybody. send us an Later. email. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week.